Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Today, Jenna helps usher in New York Fleet Week on board the naval ship leading the way. Plus, Chef Lucas Sin whips up a cool dish you'll want to eat all summer long. And gadgets to help you beat those biting bugs and enjoy your time outdoors. From Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Hey guys, welcome. Okay, so there's an empty chair here. It's Wednesday, it's May 25th. Jenna, as you guys know, was on the USS Baton. It is the beginning of Fleet Week. She was kind of ushering in this magical moment where we honor our military here in New York City. And well, the USS Baton just docked. So she's in a car and she's scrambling her way up here. And I know she'd wanna be here for the beginning of this show because this, today is like a different day. And I don't know if y'all are feeling it, but I'm feeling it. I feel like this is different. Yesterday, we got some horrifying news that 19 kids and two teachers were killed in an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. Um, the gunman barricaded himself into a room with teachers and students and just shot everyone. They called him evil, which he is. Um, and it just made all of us pause. And I don't know if you all have friends like this, but they're like, oh, well, you know, this is what happens, and then we'll go back to our lives. I don't know. I actually don't feel that in this moment. I feel like this is a watershed moment, a moment where I think things change. And we have our morning meeting, you guys, where all of us get together and we talk about what happened. And every one of us had the same feeling. Look at the photos of some of these children for a second, and I know it's heavy, and I know it's hard, and I know it's 10 o'clock in the morning, and I know that you wanna have fun and you wanna put your heavy backpack down and relax. But when I look at these kids, I see the face of my kids, and I think we all look and say, just but by the grace of God, like who knows when that day will happen. Um, our executive producer is Talia, and since Jenna wasn't here, I asked her to do something she's never done before. I asked if she wouldn't mind just sitting down and visiting with me. And she was a little reluctant, but she did say yes. So Talia, will you, you mind coming and just having a seat? Now, this is not what Talia does. She, ru she, she runs the show from backstage and takes care of everything. But you're a mom, and we all had this moment, but you walked into work. And what, like, what happened? What was going on with you? How old are your kids? So my kids are uh, gonna be six mm. and three yeah. this yeah. summer. Yeah. And all of last night, we, you know, Meredith and I, who we run the show mm -hmm. together, we were on the phone and I was crying <laughs> because I didn't know exactly how we should start the show today. Mm -hmm. And, um, one thing that I do know for sure is that our viewers at home are going through the same thing that we're going through. That feeling. That feeling. Yeah. And so 
we knew that this is the way to start the show. We're moms, you know, and, yeah. and we're going through this together. So you said yesterday, like, you're, Talia, you guys, is like a divine person. She feels divinity. You right, feel yeah. God's presence. You Absolutely. feel, feel, feel. So what, what were you, what were you feeling? Um, I felt fear mm. and uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I have two young boys mm -hmm. and I just, I felt nervous for them. You know, like last night, I was telling the team this morning, um, my boys climbed into bed with me. Mm -hmm. And usually I would say, my husband and I would say, you know, go back to your mm -hmm. rooms. Mm -hmm. And I, I hugged them mm. so closely, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what mm -hmm. the day is gonna bring. Mm -hmm. And so I just felt, in that moment, it was so important to to just, you know, be with them. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about all the moms who didn't mm. get a chance mm. to do that mm. this morning. I mean, the idea was the last week of school and there were celebrations and there was a, the graduation and a, a, a father, a husband brought his wife who was a teacher flowers because she was retiring. It was a festive time. Exactly. And to think about the fact that this kid who just turned 18 and was able to, you know, get by these guns legally and could show up in a classroom and within moments, you know, just put this kind of horrible, evil carnage out there. I mean, it just made my blood, like I went from feeling despair to just feeling angry, like angry. And when we, there was the, the Golden State Warriors coach, he sort of said what we were all feeling yes. and thinking. Take a look. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. It's like, raise your hand if you're tired. It's, it's gotten to a point where, because, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, my, my kids woke up in the middle of the night, and I just think of them feeling some despair or saying, what was that noise? I mean, my kids were on their scooters, and they both skinned their knees up bad, and then they were afraid to get on their scooter again. Right. And they ended up getting on like they do. But I was just thinking, for every kid who overheard, who was in another room, who heard the bangs, who, like, forever changed, even if you survived this that horrible shooting. Absolutely, and what we talked about this morning mm -hmm. is what do we do? What do I we mean, do? I, the, feel, yeah. I feel helpless. Yeah. And you were talking about action. Yeah, I actually wrote in my journal, and I always write, like I have things that I like to write. I write like a note to God. That's usually where I start. Like, And this today was different though. And I kept writing the word action. Right. Like, what's the action? Do you sit and watch? Like, what is the action? And, and that, the, there's a lot of answers to that. But when you're helpless, you feel despair. When you are doing something, you at least feel like you have some semblance of control or something. But I feel like to watch this world go by and for everyone to go, oh, well. And I was looking at the list of shootings. They said that 70 percent, 70 percent, 70 percent of school shootings the perpetrator is 18 or younger. So 18 years old or younger, that's who's shooting the schools. Right. So if those guys were unable to get a weapon, then that means 
if, if you did the math, there would not be 70% of school shootings. I mean, it sounds very basic and everyone says it's complicated, but I just feel like there's a point where something has to give somewhere. There has to be commonality somewhere. Right, and yeah. so as a mom, yeah. what do you think we do? Well, the first thing we do is not make our kids afraid somehow. Right. It's informing our kids. I got my daughter asked what was going on. I said, oh, something bad happened in the school because I don't want her to run around thinking behind every corner there's something scary and terrible right. that is going to do that to you. I think it's comforting. But I, th I don't know. I'm struggling with that. I've actually been thinking about that. Like, what's the action? Okay, um, we got this. Yes. We all got this. Um, we, I know people want advice when it comes to, like, how do we talk to our kids? Because we all have to manage this time. By the way, Talia, I know this was not the hat that you wore. Thank you for coming and oh, sitting absolutely. here. I would have been all by my lonesome. <laughs> it would have been weird. But Talia stepped up. She's been our executive producer now for how many months? Eight. Eight months. It's been our pleasure. Thanks again. Uh, Jenna is speeding up the... She's, she's in a taxi. I think she's making her way up here. Oh, my God, 17 messages. She's on the way. Um, she'll be here in a couple of minutes. Again, she's going to tell us about her time aboard the USS Baton. She was with America's finest, and I cannot wait to hear more about her story and her adventure overnight when we come right back after this. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Yesterday, shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde has left the nation shaken and shocked once again. And this morning, parents around the country are wondering how to best support their kids who may be feeling anxious just so they can feel safe again. Here to guide us is Dr. Harold Koplowitz. He's the president and medical director of the Child Mind Institute. And Jamie Howard, she's a senior clinical psychologist. Welcome to both of you. Um, you know, I was struggling with this because I feel like we've had this conversation too many times. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of sick of it. I don't know if you all are, right. but I feel like there is something that something that needs to be done. But let's get right to the business at hand. I think first, our kids take their cues from us. If we're all wound up, which we can be, scared, which we are, our kids kind of mirror that. So do we start with us? Is it like put the mask on yourself first before you deal with your kids? So you must be calm when you're going to talk to your kids yeah. about this material. And you do have to talk to them about breaking this news because you don't want your kids getting information from a radio or a TV or from a classmate who, yeah. who might give a much more scary 
story. So, yes, you have to break the news, but you have to be calm. And so if you're hysterical, if you're really angry, you have to calm down first before you're going to have this discussion. But it does depend on the age. I mean, mm -hmm. you, your kids are about the same age as my kids, mm -hmm. three and five and four and six or whatever. Mm -hmm. okay. So, like, actually, Haley said to me yesterday, because I was on the phone, I had heard about it, I said, oh, my gosh, what do you need me to do? And she said, what happened? Mm -hmm. So what's the right answer to tell that age group? So when you're talking to little kids, yeah. it's really important that they feel a connection to you. They feel that they are loved yeah. and they are safe yeah. and they're with a trusted adult. So that sort of comfort and love is yeah. very important when delivering the message. Yeah. I had to tell my six and a half year old because I was concerned she would hear from others at school. So how, what was the, give me the, the script. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you say? Right. So I said, well, I'm going on the news tomorrow because I had like mm -hmm. an opening. So I'm going to mm -hmm. have to leave a little earlier than usual. And then she was like, how come? Tell me what's going on. So it was sort of trying to bring it up naturally. And I said, mm -hmm. some kids got hurt and people want to learn more about how to help kids mm -hmm. who are sad because of that. So you start out really small and then let them ask questions. And then she said, how did they get hurt? And I did say they were killed. And then she said, well, who did that to them and why? And I said, I don't know why. Sometimes we don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. And that's okay to say, I don't know. You just want to sort of pace the conversation. Let them kind of guide with let their them questions. Guide. And even and if they're asking rapid fire questions, yeah. also slow it down a little bit because sometimes kids want more information than they need. They don't need to be picturing any gruesome details. Yeah. They need to have the basics. And Dr. Koplowitz, with, with, I mean, TVs and phones and, you know, kids who are in junior high have phones. I right. mean, they, they can see what they're going to see. What can you as a parent do to make sure that your kid is not ODing on all of these scary, horrific images? So in the same way that you have a different conversation with a preschooler yeah. or a kindergartner, you're going to have multiple conversations with your middle school. So what do you say there? And and you're going to say that this is really upsetting. I'm so upset that we have to discuss this again. But nevertheless, let's figure out what happened here and how do you feel about it. You want to know if they're really upset, if they're nonchalant about it. And you also want them to know that if they don't want to talk about it now, this conversation can happen an hour later, the next scared? day. What if they say to you, I'm scared now. I don't know if I feel scared going to school I, I now. Think, I think you have to give them some real facts. While this is horrific, it's still relatively rare. Yeah. And what are the safety precautions that their school has? What are the safety precautions you as a family have? And so you do the reality. You talk to them about how they are safe without minimizing the fear that they have. Could, you know, because you can understand it and say, I understand you're upset and frightened, but let's talk about why you don't need to be scared. You've been on our show a lot, okay? Uh, you've talked about this a lot. When you saw what happened and you knew you were going to come in here and you're going to talk about this again, what were you thinking for you? Well, I have to tell you, I'm so upset about this because these are avoidable tragedies. There are, you know, I always feel I'm being scapegoated because I'm a mental health professional. Mm -hmm. It's, there are lots of countries in the world where there's mental illness. We're the only country where we have these massive shootings, and that's because we need more gun control. We need background checks. Mm -hmm. We're not saying people should lose their guns, but you don't give an 18-year-old a gun without really checking ahead of time. And maybe 18 is not the right time. Maybe 24, when the brain is more mature, so that you don't have an impulsive, angry, and mentally impaired person getting a hold of a weapon of destruction. Yeah. And this has to stop. I mean... I, I'm all in favor of prayer. I'm all in favor of, you know, better mental health systems. Mm -hmm. But guns are in the house, and that's the problem. And, and the house is America. And we have to figure out a way to make those guns safer, because otherwise children will lose their lives. Yeah. Is there... When you, when you talk with kids in your practice, mm -hmm. 
Um, is there a way that you could do, like, I don't know, like, say something, say something that, say something to them beforehand that might kind of ease their fears? Because I feel like everybody's on pins and needles mm -hmm. these days. Mm -hmm. well, we've been talking a lot about having gratitude, right? So that's one thing we can do to, to help kids to anchor to mm -hmm. the present moment. Like, we want to send as many positive wishes and, yeah. like, be helpful to the families who are traumatized right, right now, yeah. send money to, for treatment and send cards and send letters, ways to help. Ways yeah. to help. Yeah. And for us to sort of anchor ourselves to gratitude for what we have right now and commitment to trying to change things. Well, you know, it's funny. I had Jay Shetty on earlier and he always talks about meditation, except today. He said, today is not a time for meditation. Right. It's a time for action. action. Mm -hmm. And that's what I keep hearing from everyone I'm talking to. It's like action, action, and kids, action. And kids feel better when you give them something to do. Right. Whether it's writing a note, whether it's taking a walk, whether mm -hmm. it's talking about how safe we are and yeah. how grateful we are that we're okay, but also what are we going to do for the other right. people. Let's who are, right, let's help. Let's help. Thank you both for being here. I really appreciate it. We will be back. Uh, Jenna is close. She's on her way, and she's going to fill us in on the men and women of the USS Bataan. It's a terrific story. Can't wait to share that with you. We'll be back after this. Okay. You've, been, you've had a very, very busy morning, you guys. As you know, Jenna was on one of the finest ships in the land, the USS Bataan. Mm -hmm. uh, she just docked in New York. I know you've been scrambling to get back yes. up here. Yeah, I just ran yeah. down Fifth Avenue, but that's <laughs> right. I spent the night on board the USS Bataan and got a front row seat as it journeyed up the East Coast this morning, leading the parade of ships into New York Harbor. It was a grand finale to an unforgettable day spent with the brave Marines and sailors on board, witnessing firsthand their service and dedication. The day began miles away. Let's do it. Off the shores of New York City. I was suited up and ready, and soon flying high above the water. My destination? The USS Bataan, one of the U.S. Navy's finest amphibious ships, ready for battle on land and at sea. The last time I was in a ship this big was over 15 years ago, when the USS George H.W. Bush was named after my Gampy, who served in the Navy himself. As we closed in on the baton, we were greeted by the ship's commanding officer, Captain Joseph Murphy. My day aboard the ship was only just beginning. But for these 1,400 sailors and Marines, their day started much earlier. Normally, I'm up around 5 o'clock, um, go eat breakfast from 5 to 6, and then start my day with my division at 7.30. The first chow call of the day is 0500 and the Big Five Cafe. The pancakes are very magically delicious. <laughs> Followed by all hands on deck cleaning order. Every single person on the ship must stop and clean every day to keep the crew healthy and the ship in tip-top shape. From there, the day is a burst of energy, especially during operations on the flight deck. A steady stream of aircraft, allowing pilots and deck crew alike to hone their skills. Lieutenant Emily Scarborough is a fire control officer and one of the many women stationed here on the baton. She's been assigned to be my battle buddy. 
open it like this, okay. and then you do the lever. That looks like you have to be pretty strong. Yeah, Is that right? A little bit. Okay, are you going to put me to the test? Yep, so let me close this door first. You have to close that door before. Yeah, you have to close this door first, and then that ready? test. Yep. So you do the lever? Yep, lever first, pull all the way up, and then that one. Wait, pull it. Yeah, there you go. Here we go. You're pro already. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm learning from You're the learning. best. And yeah. to show me what life's really like <laughs> on board. Yeah, so this is where we live. And, and then, yeah, flip around. There you go. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so and then they'll close like. Hard to read. Yeah. So you can go like that. All right. Good night. And I was all in. Hold on to this. Hold on to this. Yeah. And then. Goodbye. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. You just... Now I want to show you where I work. This is where I work. Wow. Lieutenant Scarborough also showing me the amazing ways to get from ship to shore. The LCAG is a landing craft air cushion, so yeah. it'll rise up on its cushion. We'll ballast it down in the well, and then this is the way we get Marines ashore. Wow, that's so. super cool. Yeah. But there's even more to see on the bridge with Captain Murphy. Is this your seat? <laughs> this is, uh, we call this the Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, this is my seat here, and then the XO has a seat on the other side of the bridge. Wow. Does this feel like the best job in the world? This is absolutely the best job in the world. And soon we got to meet all the other service members on board at dinner in the mess. Hi, everybody. <laughs> is this your first Fleet Week? Anybody's first? Yeah, first. first? Everybody's first? What's the ship like? Uh, very fast paced. Um, it is it is a constantly moving beast. The standout crew working hard and making their captain proud each and every day. Tell me about the women and men that work on the baton. They are special. They're uh, they're world class. They're what makes this thing go for sure. Yeah, I can sense the pride. Yes, yes. Uh, they're they're. They never cease to amaze me. And I also like your sort of three words to live by. Yes, honor, courage, and commitment. And it, uh, it is a fantastic motto, and uh, you know this crew epitomizes that. An unforgettable experience at sea with the incredible men and women who work tirelessly to protect our nation. Wow. Yeah, it was so incredible to meet all of those servicemen. Mm. And this morning, you know, we were up as the sun was mm. rising over the Hudson and we passed the Statue of Liberty oh. and then we passed the World Trade Center Memorial, right. which was beautiful. All of the servicemen that were dressed in their formal oh. uniforms um, saluted. And it just, it was really, really moving to be with them. Uh, Jenna and I are gonna continue uh, our conversation. We're gonna take a little break. We'll be back with much more after this. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. We are back. It's Wednesday. Uh, Jenna was scrambling back from the USS Baton, which, by the way, was such a beautiful um, way that you guys came into New York. And life is such a strange thing, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes yesterday you went out to work on this story mm -hmm. and obviously none of us knew what was going to happen overnight. Yeah. And you were out there on the ship but, uh, and you couldn't, you didn't, you had no cell service. No, yeah, so it was hard to know what was going on. None of us had yeah. um, cell service. There's no Wi-Fi, which that's how... Sailors, Marines, yeah. and and um, those uh -huh. in the Navy live all all the time. Yeah. You know, when they're out in in the open waters, they yeah. they're not connected to the world the way that we are so mm -hmm. connected and scrolling and scrolling. So no, we shot that whole piece you just saw, not knowing um, about what happened in Texas. Well, when I saw you this morning, I mean, it is Texas and it's a school, and I was like, that's that's tough. That's yeah. that was tough for every parent, but I. I did think about yeah. what, it, what it meant. And I was sitting here with these brave men and women, mm -hmm. many of whom are teenagers, mm -hmm. or 18 yeah. and 19 years yeah. old, yeah. who are sacrificing whatever it is, their lives, yeah. their um, you know, day to day yeah. Yeah. to protect our country, yeah. and yet we are not doing enough to protect them, yeah. to protect their little brothers and sisters. Yes to protect kids across this country yeah. who are going to the place where they should feel the safest. Yes. Yes. School should be the safest place in our country. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know, I know as a teacher, mm -hmm. you know as, mm -hmm. a, as a reporter mm -hmm. who have done stories for mm -hmm. decades, mm -hmm. that not all kids are safe at home. No, no. Not all kids yeah. have a refuge. Not all yes. kids have a place where they can go and yes. exhale. But guess what that institution has been? Right. It's been two places, schools and places of worship, yeah. churches yes. and places of worship. Yeah. When they are no longer safe, where are our kids safe? Yeah, I totally, yes, yes. And I think to watch what happened and to hear the reaction, I mean, like, I don't think, I feel like weirdly, Jenna, that this might be a tipping point finally because there's only so much you can sit as a bystander and watch something happen, right? It's like we're all witnesses. Yeah. All of us in the country, we are witnesses. We witnessed this. Mm -hmm. And if you sit on your hands and say, well, that's okay because that's the way it has to be, then we're all guilty by association. I think there's, if you can sit and watch something happen in front of you and do nothing. Yeah. We all have something that we can contribute or do. Yeah, I mean, we do, and we have to. Yeah. Because yeah. here's the thing. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, we have little kids. Your kids, Haley's yeah. yeah. about to go to kindergarten yeah. next year. Yeah. My girls are in the same age group of these kids that were mm -hmm. brutally yeah. murdered. Yeah. And it's like, I can't, how, we can't just say like, okay, but those kids live there. Right. That's not enough no. anymore. No, And also, look away isn't enough. You know, how many times have you said, I can't look at that anymore? Yeah. I can't look over there. But you know what? There are parents who had to identify their child by their shoes because that's what they had left. So think about your kid yeah. for a second, for all of us. I mean, I'm not being preachy. I'm no. just thinking, like, yes. what would I feel like? Yes. 
I mean, I feel like there is a point for all of us, for everybody. And I know it's easier to go look at the happy thing and the funny thing, and I'd rather watch a repeat of this, or yes. I'd rather binge watch that. Yes. But I just feel like if you sit there and watch it happen in front of you, like something. We have to, and like moms, man. Yeah. Like we're moms. Yes. Let's come together. <laughs> yes. Like it doesn't have to be. Right. I, I believe this, you believe that. There's right. nowhere in the middle. Where is the middle? Yeah. Where is the middle? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry that yeah. I feel this way, yeah. but like I'm sure all the moms out there right now feel the same way. Yeah. I'm sure you yeah. do. Yeah. And if, you know, like you can't not. Yeah. Yeah. You can't not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're going to be back with summer cooking after this. <laughs> Okay, if a backyard barbecue is in your plans this weekend, we've got a dish that adds a cool touch to your summer menu. Lucasin is the co-founder of Nice Day, and Junzi Kitchen right here in New York is Chinese cooking with an American twist. He got a spot, by the way, on Food & Wine's Best New Chefs wow. in 2021. I'm sorry, you're very fancy. Yes. No, 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 that's not the idea. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank so what are we you. making today? So today we're going to make two dishes. The first is going to be a little bit of a summer chill noodle salad. Okay. Um, it's my favorite way to start the summer. Okay. And then we're also going to be making a little bit of a smashed cucumber salad afterwards as well. Okay. So we start with the wet ingredients? Yeah, so this is going to be the dressing for our chilled noodle salad. So, I mean, I... I don't know, but I, I really like um, these generic Asian flavors in a yeah. lot of, like, the Asian category in a okay. lot of these, like, fast casual restaurants. Okay. And one of the things is, like, the honey, ginger, and sesame dressing. I love that. That's so, my yes, favorite. Is this exactly. the honey? The Dump raw, it right beautiful honey? Ooh, I yes. love that. So this here is actually, yeah. Or is that uh, marmalade? This is um, what we call yujacha, so it's a Korean yuzu tea. Mm. I mean, it's a really great um, alternative to honey, and if you don't like sort of citrus flavors, Honey is great for that, too. Okay. A little bit of sesame oil for a little bit of nuttiness. We're going to add a little bit of this soy sauce as well, and that's going to be the most of the is this saltiness. Lemon? This is rice vinegar. Oh, rice vinegar. A little bit of water just to thin it out. And then this is a special thing called ponzu. I love ponzu. Wonderful. She sure does. It's my fave. Did you know I just learned this, but ponzu is actually a Dutch thing? Pon yeah. comes from the archaic word for, um, uh, uh, from Dutch, uh, and for, for citrus. Wow. And, it's, it's, and that's where it came from. Do you know everything? Okay. Seriously. A little okay. bit of salt, a little bit of ginger, a little bit of gar okay. um, garlic, and then we're going to blend that up. All right. And then that's the dressing. Okay. Now, what's this? This is an egg. These, this is one of the most beautiful eggs I've seen in yeah. a long time. This yeah. is a scrambled egg. Okay. All we did was we put it in a pan. We didn't move it too much, and we're going to roll, roll. it up. Wow. Just to slice. And oh, what are you going to do with that? Slice this happy. becomes, well, put it this way, right? When we're eating noodles, mm -hmm. you want everything to go in every single bite. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for that reason, you want good. everything to cut and okay. to look like noodles. All right. So that's what those scrambled oh, eggs are going to be. Oh, you want everything to be in the shape of a noodle when you okay. eat So when you pick it up, it's Careful easy. Careful with the cleaver, please. Do that. I'm, I'm going to handle this yeah, one. Good. Okay. So, radicchio, a little bit, <laughs> right. a little bit of bitterness here. Um, this is going to be shredded finely, also okay. noodle like style. This. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we want to do there. Perfect. You got cubes. And let me tell you how to do these cucumbers. So cucumbers um, wow. are made of cucumber stuff and yeah. water. Okay. Water doesn't taste like anything. So the best way to deal with the cucumber oh, you is to cut it out. You take the middle out. I yeah, you want to take out all those seeds. Oh, look, you can eat the seeds. Yes, you can. You it's almost can? like it's right. kind of like here. Here, it's a cucumber caviar. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I mean, oh. this is the this is the oh. most watery part of it. Okay. Um, but you can. There are dishes where you just cure this too. I mean, all right. We're gonna have to cruise because. Okay, let's cruise. We're barely gonna get through the first one. Okay. Here, so, you want me to make a dish? Please. Okay. Um, the best way to chill the noodles oh. is after you cook them. Don't rinse them in water. 
Just let yeah. them chill in the refrigerator. Okay. Add a little bit of oil. All right. And you're going to dress everything together. And okay, this pour, is the sauce is we made, right? Yes. You pour it in. All over. Toss it all over. Or is you it can in plate here? it like this. Yeah, it's on there. Sauce and this try it, Jim. Is some seaweed ground? Yes, please. Mm. Nori. Nori. Beautiful. Here you go. Okay, this looks beautiful. Mm. Light, refreshing. Mm. Customize it. If mm. you'd like some chicken in there, you can put some chicken in there. Mm. But this mm -mm. is just like that. Vegan mm. for now. What's that? Just something you pour it on top? Vegan? Yeah. Beautiful. The second thing we're going to do. That's really yummy. The second dish we're going to be making is a traditional Chinese salad. Okay. It's called a smashed cucumber salad. Okay. Here's the dressing. Uh, yeah, about 10 seconds, so. Hot oil. <laughs> Here. For dramatic effect. Whoa. That's it's what like that about in third grade. You I know? mean, we can all smell how delicious this is going to be. Come on back. Let's, Let's go taste see it. it. Mm. Let me show you this cucumber salad. Wow, the best way to deal amazing. with this, uh -huh. this I mean, good. that smell, that aromatics, I love that. plus this texture, they're a little bit irregular because what we've done is we've smashed the cucumbers with our cleaver, fun shapes, mm. a little bit more entertaining to eat. Yummy. Soaks up all those flavors. Mm. And this is the perfect We're summer. Put that recipe on our website. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would love to, for that to be on the By website. By the way, no wonder why you won that award. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really yeah. These are delicious. For this Fair recipe, go to today.com slash food. Up next, summer reads to throw in your beach bag this weekend mm. after this. Oh my God, this is so yummy. When the weather warms up, there's no better time to grab your sunglasses and a good book and head out to your nearest beach chair. You know, read anywhere, the grass. I know, that's Jenna's favorite. Today we got something for everyone on Jasmine Gilroy's list of best beach trees. Jasmine's a New York Times bestselling author known for her juicy romance oh, novel. so good. Her, her latest one is while we were dating. <laughs> Girl, okay, when you think beach read, what pops in your head? Okay, I have a very strong opinion about this. Because okay. for me, a beach read is something that immediately sweeps you away. Oh, like, I want to get, yes, I want to get in that beach chair wherever I am, yes. right? Whether I'm actually on the beach yes. or whether I'm in a beach in chair. In your living room, my, in my living room, yeah. depending, <laughs> and like feel like I'm on vacation. You know what? I totally agree yeah. with you, and it actually annoys me when they're like, oh, but that's a beach read as if it's a negative thing. No, no. I'm like, a, a beach read yeah. is the epitome <laughs> yeah. of a book that you lose yourself exactly. in. Exactly. Okay. Take us through your list. What's your first? This is a little romance. Yes, oh. um, a Caribbean heiress in Paris, that which first of all, the title just tells you yes. it's going to be good, right? Um, it is a historical romance. It just sweeps you right away. I mean, anyone who loves like the Caribbean, Paris, Scotland, <laughs> rum, whiskey, like you're going to yes. love this book. It's a beautiful romance. It's so much fun. It is a great beach read. Okay. Oh, Take us to the next one. I like the title, The Lifestyle. Yeah. What do we got? The Lifestyle. This one is Ooh. juicy. Ooh. I think I, I know. Tell. <laughs> is it about a love triangle? Oh, well, so it starts with the main character walking into her husband's office and finding him having sex with someone else. And her solution to this problem in their marriage is a kind of unusual one. And he, he, throughout the book, what? you figure out a lot about her, her, her husband's relationship, and their friends. Like, it was one of those books that I just, like, felt like I was hanging out with them the whole time. But the, the end is fun. The whole book is really okay. good. Oh, it sounds good and kind of scandalous. Kind of like <laughs> um, okay, scandalous. what about for those that love adventure? Okay, so Portrait of a Thief. Mm. This book is so good. It is about five college students who dis who like have basically a worldwide heist of trying to steal back like ancient Chinese heirlooms wow, that are right? in museums all across the world. And it is all of everything they encounter as you know they these these are college students. Yeah. They're not 
themes as they try to do this. Ooh, that it sounds is, good. It is really good. What I couldn't we, stop thinking about it. What if we want all of it? Action and romance and family. What you got? I love um, this book. Naruto on the Park. It just came out. It is, it's a book about, it's set here in New York. It's about a family. Um, it, there's um, the there's new building in their neighborhood and they're trying to like stop that from happening. Um, it's about immigration. What happens as a, as a family in a neighborhood sort of changes and breaks up and it's just a beautiful book. I couldn't stop thinking about it yeah. when I was reading it. I like woke up the next day still oh, wow. thinking about this book. Yes. And your last book is um, Sex and the Single Woman. I think we have a graphic yeah, of it. Sex oh, and the Single oh, Woman. Sex wait, and the Single what? Woman. It is great. It is a collection of essays, um, 24 essays by a bunch of authors that I really love about basically like what life is like as a single woman today. I think, you know, it's sort of based on the, um, the classic Sex and a Single Girl, but a very different kind of book by di all sorts of different women talking about what singlehood means to them mm -hmm. and what it has meant to them in their lives. So it's about relationships, um, you know, their I sexual identities, children, whether to have them or not. Wow, um, so many interesting things. And it, I just loved reading through these essays. Oh, all okay. great picks. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you can check out all of Jasmine's beach reads and her books. Her books, to me, are the epitome yeah. of what you want to read. Oh, thank you so all much, All year Jenna. long, but the summer's a good month, <laughs> yeah. good season, why not? You can go to day.com slash shop. We'll be back right after this. Way to go. Thank you, Jasmine. Tomorrow, Chef Alex Gornichelli has the ultimate triple cheeseburger recipe from your Memorial Day cookout. Plus, the hottest summer nail trends. We like that, mm -hmm. by the way. We'll see you all Thursday. Have a safe Have a night. Party. Goodbye. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.